we're off. Oh, where'd that voice come from? Hello, welcome everyone. And just a reminder, <laughs> welcome to Paul H's Reflections on the 12 Steps. Walter, put your hand over your mouth, mate. Welcome everyone to Paul H's Reflections on the 12 Steps. Um, just to remind you that this is not an AA meeting. It's just one member's take on the exact nature of the wrong as described in page 64 of the um, book Alcoholics Anonymous or more commonly known as the Big Book and the Solution of the 12 Steps. Just a reminder also that this meeting is being recorded and it's being streamed live on Facebook. And this is not an all share meeting, rather it's a question and answer or Q&A for uh, this particular member, Paul H's take on the 12 steps. And uh, if you like what you hear today and you've never been here before, you can go and see all of Paul's uh, events and his great book, uh, Under Arrest, and his books and his t-shirts that I've never seen and his past videos at his website, zenbitchslap.com and we'll put all the details in chat if you're um, listening on Facebook we're welcome again and you can come and join us in the zoom room where you can um, ask some questions when Paul's uh, spoken you can put them in the uh, comments under the Facebook post and uh, like I say Paul's gonna have a bit of a spiel first and we'll go into it so I've got a reading as we do from the big book and Paul it's page 164 the last uh, two paragraphs okay and the reading goes like this. Still you may, sorry, the last three paragraphs. Still you may say, but I will not have the benefit of contact with you who write this book. We cannot be sure. God will determine that, so, so you must remember that your real reliance is always upon him. He will show you how to create the fellowship you crave. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. And with that, over to Paul. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Paul, alcoholic. Um, nice to see everybody. Yeah, one thing I don't agree with here is that, uh, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. I believe if you're willing to tra transmit it, it will happen, yes. That's been my experience. So I don't believe you have to get something before it's given. If you're willing to be the, the conduit, the shit will flow through, my feeling. Uh, Again, we know only a little, and this power is going to constantly disclose more to you and to us. And I feel, uh, you know, in time, recovery progresses, and there's been many waves. At this point, maybe there was the longest period of sobriety in this program recovery was four years, three or four years. Now it's 60 or 70 years for some people. So obviously, if in time more is revealed, well, more has been revealed and is, and is being revealed. 
and I don't believe in my experience with it or how it was presented to me, I saw certain things like, yeah, the obsession with self, extreme self-centeredness, all that, but what what is that? Yeah, what is, so if I believe I'm always thinking about me, that's really the bondage of self because I don't see the, uh, I don't see the difference between us and self. So I'm thinking I'm doing everything and I'm completely obsessed with me. I don't believe that. I believe there's an obsession with the idea of me, but I don't believe we're a me, so to speak. So I feel humbly over the years that we're, our primary condition is spiritual and that we've suffered an overdeveloped mental condition where the problem resides and that the problem of alcoholism really is like plays the role of an amplifier of self the obsession the bondage of self so with us the alcoholism is the way we get to see the underlying causes and conditions which is the bondage of self and i feel everyone has has that stock programming of identification as self I really believe alcoholics just are extreme versions of that, where things that would be more muted in other people's lives really play loud in ours to the point where, as an example, we stick out like a sore thumb, where a lot of other people who are under under the bondage of self, it's not as flamboyant or, or dreadful or incomprehensibly demoralizing so that it becomes like a norm and it just gets passed on from one to the other. And I feel uh, what really worked in my experience is when one day it hit me that self represented in that sentence on page 64 manifested in various ways is what has defeated us being convinced of that. I saw self as something quite foreign to my nature, like a foreign pathogen or something in the bloodstream or a parasitical movement. And I've never not seen it that way ever since. And that view became an answer to me that illuminated the solution of recovery quite a lot in my feeling. And over time, it's become the last answer it answered certain things and there was no need to answer any more about it. As soon as I saw that I may not be that which had defeated me, the possibility of being free from that became available. And before that, I was handcuffed by the act of being identified as self and self can't get out of self. So my hoping to be free always included self. Yeah, it was always it was going to be done by self. It was going to be done through self and it was going to be had by self. Yeah, this is the bondage of self in pain and in and in relief. It just there's an identification as a mental idea that's stubbornly repeated and reinforced every day through the narrative that we're mostly listening to in the head. Yeah. And it demands relief, but how the relief is 
searched for is by the from the problem. So the problem tries to get out of the problem, which is the bigger problem. Yeah. It's a huge problem because I see how many people, they recover from the active aspect of alcoholism, which is powerless drinking and using and, and being used as transportation. And yet they're still suffering the bondage of self to an extent that sometimes it's going on for 30 something years, 40 years of recovery. So there's recovery, yes, but is there recovery from the bondage of self? That's another story. And I think in a way, what really sets off the platform for that possibility is seeing self as other, yeah? As noticing, seeing the thoughts as not yours, seeing resentments as not yours, yeah? Not in a mental denial, but a negation, you know? I've done the inventory process. I made amends. I took responsibility for the behaviors that ex I exhibited under the influence and before and after being sober. I took responsibility and I made amends where I could. But that responsibility, when I looked at my role in things, I saw something else's role in things. It was obvious that self is what has defeated us and me as a singular us, that was obvious to me that something other than me had defeated me and is defeating me. And how does it have such access to what I call my life? It seems as every time I meet it, it's just nonchalantly recognized as me. Yeah. So it's running around in all my secret catacombs and it has its old story like you're never going to be loved or something like that that always catches the big fish. Yeah, it doesn't even it doesn't even have to chum much. It just throws a fucking idea out. Oh, yes. And then there's a reaction and then it just a spool of stories plays out and unabated it leads to an action that jackpots you, you know? It's sort of like you know, when you drink the genie's out of the bottle and it's not going to give you your three wishes. It's going to lay out about 800 of its wishes on you. Yeah, you're going to be, <laughs> you know. And uh, I see alcoholism as an amplifier. I think all the potentiality that obsession with self and identification of self opens up to, some of those qualities that may be latently there get amplified with drink with alcohol and drugs. So if I have a little bit of jealousy, if I drink, I'm up on stalking charges. Yeah. If I have a streak of anger, I drink, I'm having an incident on Highway 101. See, so something gets amplified and it's very selective. It doesn't amplify compassion. It doesn't amplify empathy. It, ampl it amplifies vindictiveness, being right, having, you know, being wrong. It resentments thrive in it. Uh, resentment can live for 50 years through us. Yeah, it's just insane. I mean, and all of that, the life of the resentment has nothing to do with the resentment. It has to do with the my. The my of the resentment is what gives life to the resentment. Yes. And it can weather any inventory. I've seen people go in to extensive, I mean, way beyond just the fourth step in the big book, but more like the 12 and 12, where they ask you a lot of questions. They go in 
to that process with my fears, my resentments, and my harms done to others, and they leave with my fears, my resentments, my harms to others. Yes? I mean, it's sort of like something that goes through the spiritual car wash and never gets cleaned. Yeah? It just, it's untouched. No matter if it's a 10-minute car wash or a 20-year car wash, it seems to survive the washing. Yeah, we come out identified as self just as we went in. Yeah? So I don't know. To, to me, I do know in a way, this was a radical recognition. I remember the first meeting I had to speak somewhere in, for a new meeting. That's the first time the idea of the parasite came through this head. Yeah, I remember it. And the whole drive that was that brought me to have that word appear was attempting to communicate to my tribe, you know, that there is a possibility of real relief, yeah, from the bondage of self by recognizing the act of being identified as it, yeah, and seeing how that act is reinforced is by calling thoughts mine, calling resentments mine, calling Stanley's manifestations my manifestations. I'm in the act of being identified as Stanley. Yeah. So it seems very clear to me. And then the steps and everything. It's all a sound program and the principles. But as the one that's in the program, there's so much light we can bring to the situation. There can be so much more illumination. Uh, that's triggered by recovery, yeah, than just getting a parking space in front of the meeting or having a date or not flipping out at the next Thanksgiving feast. There's just a lot of other possibilities where you could actually feel, you know, the problem does not exist for you on a base, uh, on a fucking consistent basis, yeah? What an incredible solution that the problem doesn't exist for you. And it's all rooted in seeing the problem does not exist as you. It, exact, it exists in us, but it doesn't exist as us, yes? The host can see the parasite. And then the decision of the host will be completely different when it sees the parasite as foreign, yeah? Than when it's identified as it, because it totally handcuffs our possibility of being free because we try to be free as self we try to get out of self as self it just goes on and on yeah so that's why I don't have I don't speak much about because there's, ex, there's people that have an incredible takes on the steps and shit I'm just wanting to share a diagnosis of what I feel is the exact nature the activity of the wrong the activity not like a 10 year old picture but actually, and not a forensic discovery, but actually a, a vivid seeing of the activity of what you're not, yeah? So that there will be a distinct difference, and in that difference, a possibility will arise that you can be free from it, yeah? Because you cannot be free as it, you can't. Obviously, it's been proven over and over again. That's why we have that observation statement, self can't get out of self. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. 
I mean, it's so obvious in a way. You look at our community, take a sociological study. Thousands of different, seemingly different people end up in the same three parking spaces of institution jails and death. So their vehicle has been driven by the same fucking driver and it hasn't been us. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So the narration is it's all about us the whole time as as we're pulling in and parking in the institution jails and death. <laughs> wow, how did Joe here get here? How did Bill get here? I felt so different, Joe and Bill. Well, <laughs> Joe's been driven by the same thing that Bill's been driven by, and it's the same thing that's been driving you. And it ain't you. Yeah. <laughs> It sees you as a as a, a means of transportation, basically, an expression. Mm. See, it's a it has a dilemma. Yeah, so let's say self likes alcoholism because it amplifies it. Yeah, mm. it, it's like miracle grow. It grows bigger. So of course, that self working in our head is going to try to convince us to go get alcohol because they can't. Yeah. It can't, it can't go to the liquor store. It has to have us, the host, go to the liquor store. The parasite cannot go to the liquor store unless it convinces the host to go to the liquor store. Then it gets its fuel, and then it gets amplified, and then basically well, you're, you're on a run, so to speak, yeah? and then you're dragged back to that pitiful, incomprehensible demoralization, which demands another drink to get out of that feeling. And so basically, we're enslaved, being led to the same trough, drinking from the trough, having huge remorse from drinking from the trough, driven back to the same trough. Yeah. Mm. How many rotations does it take to see something's going on? Why is it that no one want, a lot of people don't want to do an inventory? They love inventorying everyone else in their life, but they don't want to sit down because the parasite does not want you to look at your role in things because you'll see its role in things. Yes? Mm. It's just simple. Yeah? There's something in you that's reluctant to have that event occur. It doesn't want an inventory to occur where you look at your role in things. It likes to live in the first two columns. Bill, fuck me over, yeah? Everyone who's in a bar today does the first two columns of an inventory. They know who they're fucking pissed at and why. There's no recovery there because they don't get to the fourth column. Why is that? What's stopping them from getting to the fourth column? I don't think it's them. I think it's a parasite. The parasite does not want light to be shown onto, mm. on what we've done because we'll see its role in things. Yeah. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. I had it. One more thing. Mm. Went to meeting mm. the meetings, the, the presence or whatever was available there made it very obvious I was in an extreme sense of terminal uniqueness. I had no idea, but my whole belief was no one thought like I did. I swear to God, I thought all these thoughts were uniquely mine, and my feelings, no one felt like I did. 
yeah? And you're not gonna tell me how you feel because it's nothing like I, I, how I feel and no one did the heinous shit that I did, yeah? And then I listened to people for months sharing their feelings, their thoughts and their behaviors and I could only come to two conclusions. How did these people get my thoughts or they're not my thoughts, yeah? If, if everyone has them, they're not yours. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, you can give up the ownership. <laughs> so, and then here we are 33 years later, putting it out here because uh, obviously from the first moment it hit me, it seemed extremely important and it seemed it seems extremely important ever since yeah mm. yeah yeah mm. Mm. and to you know well these people had four years or less of sobriety who wrote the book four years or less yeah they had no idea what was going to be revealed, though they said this power is going to constantly be revealed to us and them, yeah? But they had only gotten, let's say, four years. Now people have had 70 years of downloads, 60 years of downloads, yes? More has been revealed. No. All right, Dave. Thanks. Okay. Nice to see thanks. You. Yeah, nice yeah. to see you. It's really good to be. Uh... You're not going to get a shirt, so no matter how much you right. stay. Well, I'm going to have to come over and steal it or something, or break in and get one from your your personal lab. warehouse. It's a different story. There's a certain protocol. Yeah. Is there? Oh, yeah, okay. For the reverence for the founder of Zen Bitslap. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe. Well, if I do, what if I do a bit of groveling? Would that be all right? I could do that. On, it has to be on film. You've got to oh, do okay. it. Public. I'm sure there's yeah. there's filmmakers around who could probably do that. Would love to see me groveling at your feet, asking for a t-shirt. Not my feet, there. but groveling. Yeah. Okay, well, a little bit of groveling. Okay, I'll, I'll practice on the groveling. And meanwhile, I'm just going to remind everyone that um, it's a and a If you've got a question for Paul on that, um, please raise your hand in participants or else that means I've got to ask a question. And I've got one lined up um so i'm waiting for hand oh we've got a hand up good on you duncan you saved us all mate over to you i'm going to unmute you over to you um thanks uh hey paul i met you maybe about six weeks ago in a meeting um and uh, i've been listening to you a lot and really appreciate everything that i learned here um and i'm really happy that this particular um passage came up in 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 this meeting because um sort of pertains to exactly what i wanted to ask you about um uh you know i, I have a like a 30 year um buddhist practice and sort of came into the aa fold relatively recently um you know about 15 months ago and you know like passages like this with like a lot of sort of hermeneutics, <laughs> I can I can kind of get it to map on to to how sort of I I see reality from a sort of Buddhist standpoint. But it's like sort of hard work in a way. It's like it can feel a little bit like oh, this is just this sort of hallucinatory 
Christian stuff that I put away a long time ago. And um, so it's, it's a little bit of like a struggle. And I guess in a way, you know, I've been sort of looking at refuge recovery and looking at in different places where it's maybe not as hard work to, to sort of graft these ideas onto my own ideas. And just wanted to know if you had any thoughts on that, since you have a background in Eastern thoughts, you know. Well, I think there's, it doesn't have to be an either or or, or a, a, you know, it's sort of like when you have, uh, you get driving glasses, one are for night and long distance, and then there's reading glasses for short, yes? Mm -hmm. So basically, they're based on the limitations of your vision. Mm -hmm. So you need those glasses to sort of assist and help out because there's a limitation in your vision yeah so now the vision uh starts growing and there's less and then and then differences and unique uh applications become blurred and you start seeing the forest from the trees yes yeah yeah so the buddhism and the aa sort of lose their defined sort of sharp edges and it sort of becomes a big mass of invitation yeah that is uh cooked up for you in a sort of way yes in my feeling so uh you know the book you don't the book is uh like it says it's suggestive only so the real point is that follows the suggestions that come from the book yeah follow the suggestions, uh, do the working steps for it through nine. And then you can, and after you do all that, then you can, it's sort of like you got the clay, it'll be sculpted in any way. Yeah. But now you've got the clay, so to speak. So this is a program of passing on suggestions and hopefully others taking the suggestions and a huge support for that to occur. Yeah. So that's the suggestions can become habits because habits are actions without thought and the problem resides on the mind in the mind. So you don't want the thought system to have much say in your solution. It's yes, it's just obvious. So suggestions are meant to be followed and then you report back to whoever gave you the suggestion and say, Hey, this has worked, so then they follow up with more, or this hasn't worked, and then, yeah. But the, the point is, is the book is suggestive only. It's always this idea of taking something on and then applying it and seeing if it works or not. If it's guised in Buddhism or Christianity, that's, to me, superfluous. That's, that's not the essential, yeah? Because in this case of Duncan or Paul, the action figure has been set in deep mental grooves, old habits that need a rearranging that the system itself can't do. So there's an admittance of futility, yeah, of powerlessness, and then power shows up. And then through the practice of the program, uh, you've submitted yourself to be changed, and you're changed, yeah? You're never the one who's the author of the change, but you're the recipient of the change. Yes? 
And then that change can be assisted or, or brought about with a little flavor of Buddhism or not. It doesn't matter. The whole point is that uh, something that's dominating you and bringing you to uncomfortable places is now subordinate to a greater power. Yeah. Yeah, and now you can get on entertaining Buddhism and whatever else you want to entertain because you have now the space to do it. That fucking action figure isn't demanding so much attention. Yes, because now it's chilled out and it's got, it's living in a working manner by reliance on something greater than self. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but see, if that isn't the case, then a lot of times how we look at topics is coming from us. And so if you're trying to escape one thing through another thing, it doesn't work. Yes. See, when I looked at Buddhism as a way of getting out of AA, I'd be, you know, I'll probably end up a drunk Buddhist, so to speak. Yes. So you've got to see what's going on before all the topics. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well yeah, I mean, and, and that has happened with me <laughs> at various times. So I completely agree with you. I just, I guess it's, it's the rub of sort of like karma and personal responsibility versus this idea of surrender and a higher power sort of, you know, so who's like, who's running the show, I guess. is, is Yes. But again, when that's seen as different, if you follow the light, it gets, it, it loses, uh, the, you know, the, the stock differentiation, it does surrender or the other doesn't, it's, it's basically the abiding in, let's say spirit is the point, not how that's uh, brought about and reinforced. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. So don't try to see the similarities and not the differences really. And, and then, sorry, very last thing. So this, I, it's not appropriate for me to go into detail, but it, this sort of uh, dialectic did cause a little bit of a kerfuffle sort of in my home group and with my sponsor. And so I'm just a little bit like, uh, you know, at a, at a loss as to sort of how to, how to navigate yeah. this and whether I should, you know, Move, widen the aperture and move around a little bit or whether I should sort of stick where well, I am. Well, for that power that you don't believe or whatever to sort of reveal to you okay. the next right thing. And it will probably. That's the point. And hopefully you'll have eyes to see it and now something will start getting established. Yeah? A reliance on intuition or however you want to put it. Yeah. Thank you. People go for this and if they remember the feeling of like angst or something i hope they remember when it works out and there's a demonstration that perhaps there's a better way <laughs> yeah that's very important to honor i feel a lot of people i see the nature of the head as forgetting miracles in a half an hour and remembering a seeming slight for 50 years so it's a bias up there i don't like it's an unreliable system to me but one of the activities i would uh do to make it to allow it to become a habit was to uh when a demonstration of perhaps there's a better way occurred i honored it yeah i made a point to sort of 
because the head just wants to go over it like a speed bump and onward to its little <laughs> store. So you have to, in a way, there was some times where you'd have to stop in the mental current and make a proclamation. But after a while, that also becomes a habit. Yeah, well, now you have an attitude of gratitude. You're not doing that many gratitude lists anymore because it's work. Yeah, your attitude has changed. So now what was necessary when you had the early attitudes, not necessary now because it's you have a new attitude. This is the beauty of it. I don't like getting stuck in process. I don't. I think process has its role to allow certain things to stabilize. When they stabilize, the, the necessity of the process diminishes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to be a free-range alcoholic. I don't want to be a, uh, an alcoholic that's free only in the coop. Yeah. I want to be a free-range alcoholic. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's and so processes are great, but they have their, their uh, terms of usage and limitation and expiration date. Yeah. yeah. Because this program works. You're going to be – new conditions are going to be produced. It's not like you have to keep praying for those new conditions to come. They will come, and you'll need to notice that. So you stop praying for them in the future and recognize that you're in them now. Yeah, like we had a very great example here of a guy from, I think it was Jano from the UK, where he would, uh, every day he would say the third step prayer and pray for the, you know, to be relieved of the bondage of self. And then he noticed that he was in the freedom from the bondage of self. And actually, the praying for to be relieved was a disservice. It was a way of not noticing he was in the relief of the bondage of self. This is, to me, extremely important. Yeah? Because then, if you take, if you'll have a sobriety by the numbers, yeah? Or based on a resume, you won't have the living of it, yeah? Because a lot of people are praying for something that's already available now. <laughs> they're actually in what they're hoping to be in later. So why not have the eyes to see that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's crazy to keep praying to be relieved of the bondage of self when you're in the relief of the bondage of self. One of the things you're relieved of is the constantly, <clears throat> the constant maintenance of trying to stay in relief of the bondage of self. You're relieved of that. Yeah. The relief doesn't, when the relief becomes sort of like a habit, it's not associated with extreme effort and thought. There's just relief. <laughs> yeah. It's, you're not huffing and puffing. To, you know, to be free from the bondage of self. <laughs> You've just noticed and seen certain things that have allowed that to become established, yeah? So, all right, fucking honor that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a very highlighting day that day because it explained a, a whole lot of what we're trying to convey here is that a lot of times you're in the condition you hope you you'll get in in the future. You're just not noticing it, yeah? Because the narration doesn't give you time to stop and actually see what's happening. It just feeds you a story, yeah? And so you just fly by the living of life 
with the hopes that you'll finally live life later. <laughs> it's insanity to me. It's slavery, really. Yeah? Yeah, it's slavery. <laughs> yeah. So, Thank yeah, bro. Those people have been a meaning you can hang out with and they can share. They've gone, there's people here that probably gone through everything, you know? People have a foot in Buddhism and then a foot in, hopefully, an ass in AA. That would be good. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. There's, it's not a, the distinction is of us, really. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Duncan. Cheers. Thanks very much for that, mate. Thanks for that. Um, oh, Kathy's got her hand up. I was going to ask a question. Well done, Kathy, for coming in. You got a question for Paul? I'm asking you to unmute. There you um, go. Hi, yes, my name is Kathy. Um, I have been struggling since 2006. Um, I have never been able to accumulate really any Lola, stop it. I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> she, she's barking at the mailman. Um, stop. Um, I have never been able to accumulate any decent amount of time. Um, I have read the book. God, I mean, so many times. I, I, I know the whole book. Um, I, you know, I've read different, you know, versions going back to the original one. So I know all the stories and yet I still can't let go. And I have, um, you know, we have a holiday weekend coming up and, um, parties have all of a sudden been dumped on my husband and I, um, we are both retired. Um, and I am so overwhelmed and it's like the only way I'm going to be able to deal with this is to drink through it. Um, I, um, I have chronic pain condition and I, I don't want to be this way anymore. I, I want to be sober. I want to let go and... And I don't know how. I don't know how to let go and let. I mean, I have faith. I thought, and I, I want to turn it over to God. And I just, I don't know what's wrong with me. You know, I, I'm an intelligent woman. I'm 60 years old. I've got so much to live for, and. And I just can't give up the drink. Oh, will you stop it? Um, <laughs> oh, go, well, uh, I'm sorry. Um, you know, I, I, I gave up smoking. I gave up drugs. Um, you know, everything. And the only thing I can't give up is drink. And I don't know why. Will you? Can you help me at all? Thanks, Kathy. I think something can. It may not be us, but yes. I think it would be good for you to stay after the meeting. We have the room open. But the idea 
maybe start with really the spirit of the first step that you can stop and admit that yes and in that admittance there's a form of surrender yeah because as you said you stop doing drugs you stop smoking but you can't stop this that's true you're powerless yeah you really really and then don't believe the head that says you can't turn this over or you can't surrender that's what you're actually surrendering is faith in that head you're gonna try to bypass the faith in the head and just fucking make a statement something please help me i cannot stop drinking and let's see if you can stop drinking for the next hour yeah and then hopefully do you work with any women in the program just unmute there, Kathy. I've just muted you for your dog there. Just unmute yourself, Kathy. Yeah, I, I think she's quiet now. Um, I have worked with women before. I mean, and I don't have anybody right now. It seems like when I start to get a really close relationship, I get scared. Yeah. And I break it off. We just want you to get in touch with somebody now and share with them the fear you have concerning this weekend. Keep it simple, because yeah. maybe somebody, I've heard it before, people sometimes will be willing to go with you to these parties or be there and try to support you so that you don't drink. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Day, let's say on Saturday, and then maybe come back on Sunday again, and then hopefully, if you don't drink, you'll realize that something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself and your relationship with that power is on yeah yeah you just gotta have you have to have more questioning about what's being said in your head than what the head says to question yeah yes that usually that's the different view you want to question what the head is saying not question what the head wants you to question but question that yeah because there's faith involved knowing it or not you are where you are by based on a certain kind of faith like it says on page 53 a faith in the reason the faith in the thought system yeah we have to admit that and we have to ask for some fucking intervention it may show up as a person that's with you at this freaking celebration or it may show up with the higher power working through other people who knows yeah yeah this is essential it's essential it's the essential point not only admitting that you're powerless and then continue to drink but admitting that you're powerless and then asking for fucking help yes asking for this power to help you and honor it when it does, because thousands of us have been where you are, Kathy, and thousands of us have learned that we can face life successfully, meaning a holiday weekend, without fucking drinking. You're not the exception to the rule. You're not. You're just coming later to the party. We've all been in this, all of us in different situations, and all of us had the same accompanying thought. I'm never going to make it. I'm never going to do this. And we did. Yeah. And we broke the bondage of self by action. We didn't drink. And that's the first demonstration of our willingness to live a life broken from the bondage of self. 
Yeah, it's not drinking, no matter what. Yeah, and there's people that will support you, but you have a role in it, honey. You do. You have to admit your powerlessness and then ask that power not to pick up the first drink. Yes? Okay. Please. Yeah. There is a demand on you. Yeah? That demand is to act on this idea of reliance on something greater than yourself. And if you have to shrink it down to one minute or five minutes or an hour, or if you need help, you call up central office and maybe somebody will show up. Yes? And you'll just make it through. And then you'll realize you can do it. Yeah? With this help. Okay. Yeah? And so then those dreams of having a better life will become possible. They're not extraordinarily exotic. Yeah? Based on, first of all, not drinking. Yes? Right. That's what it is. Those planes can't land unless the tarmac is a little cleared. Yes? So here you go. Yes. It's an incredible day, and you're not drinking now, are you? No. There you go. So you're sober right now, physically. So you already got a leg up on it, yeah? You're sober now. Now the point is not drinking. It's a negative in a way. I don't have to really do much. I just not, what I need to do is not do something, which is drink. Ask that power, please. Yes. Don't believe the head, ask the power. Fake it until you make it, whatever you want to call it. But you cannot let the head have its way because it's going to jackpot you over and over and over again based on faith in finite self. Yeah. So perhaps there's a better way. That's trusting the infinite. And maybe right now the infinite is talking to you through us. And it's telling you, you've got the support. You just need a little bit of willingness. Yes. Please. All right. So please stay. If you like some of the women in the program, would they stay a little bit and maybe get in touch with, allow Kathy to get in touch with them if they're willing to, please. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Kathy. Thanks, Kathy. That's really good of you. And like I say, we Paul. Um, we do two of these meetings every week. We do one on a Tuesday and on a Thursday at the same time. And Paul does um, another two meetings, which are sort of uh, I wouldn't like non-duality meetings, which are on a Wednesday and a Saturday. And I put details of those in the chat. Um, so we're waiting for a few hands to come up. I've got a question, Paul, um, which is always a a thrill for you. I know. Um, so what's I've just it's come to me recently of, of, of doing another step four on a certain aspect would you and somebody said to me that I need to do a story as opposed to the inventory as it is in the book can you discuss with me the pros and cons of doing a story or doing in the doing the inventory with the columns and what your experience of that is uh, my experience is I don't do the story okay I don't have any experience of doing the story to compare with not doing the story. I just never done the story. I don't like, I think there's a personalness is a breeding ground for alcoholism. Yes. Okay. So I keep it more like a business inventory. Yeah. See the sell, see the value of what uh, is going on. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm that's I'm in that camp, 
And I always like the Joe and Charlie things because they're a simple format. If you can take one name from the first column to the fourth column, you can do 800 names. Yeah, you've got the little, you got the formula, and then you, you apply the ingredients. Yeah. And then you'll see the inventory as AA shows it produces an answer that has one great quality. It's not your answer. You'll see the pattern of how self has defeated you, hopefully. Yeah, at least you'll start to. And then by sharing it in the fifth step, you'll probably get a little more illumination. And then you start using step six and seven on what gets revealed yeah, about the disease, because it will. You'll now start seeing it before you're looking from it. And you bring it to six and seven. And that's the uh, recycling of the energy that's been reconfigured by self to be reconfigured by the higher power. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So okay. that's my, I'm in that sort of camp. I don't think, uh, I mean, you're, you know, yeah. But if it, it, I don't have that quality, I wouldn't do that. But if you, if that's the way you feel like it'll really get through, then do it. I can't say. But in this, my case, that wasn't, uh, I never even thought of it, no. It seems like too much work also. It does. Yeah, I just yeah. want to see, my main theme about the inventory, I'm not looking for self-knowledge, I'm looking for knowledge of self, really. Yeah? Mm -hmm. I, yeah I don't care. I don't, I see self-knowledge does avail you nothing on a lot of levels, yeah? But knowledge of self is valuable because I see it as other, yeah? And the key is if the root of the problem is identification as one of the first big movements of relief from that is see as other. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That's my feeling. But other people may like the story idea. I don't know. Yeah. I've just it was I've just found it interesting. Like you say, I I get writer's cramp, so yeah, I'm just sort of I'd, I'd rather do the inventory. So well, um, the thing, inventory doesn't have to be a huge thing. Once you start seeing the pattern of how self has defeated you, basically all the specifics uh, become underemphasized, and the pattern is what you're looking to recognize. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I feel it's all rooted in this idea. I don't look at an inventory as my shit I'm looking at. I look mm. at an inventory as an inventory on of self. It's mm. manifestations in my life. That's completely different. Yeah. I'm not a uh what I really like to come out of a inventory is maybe I walked in there with my resentments and then now I walk out with a resentment. Yeah. That resentment's going to have a much shorter life without me giving it life for 30 years with the word my, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, what works works, you know? Yeah. Yep, yep. I've done it. I've done it both ways. So it's been yeah. The inventory column. The column seems to work pretty well for me. Um, there's no more hands up. So I have got a couple more. Just on 
coming uh what you spoke about before you mentioned the term drunk buddhist which i always find is a really interesting term and i'm maybe there might be people who don't exactly know what that means um but also it occurred to me would it be fair to say that the to to loosen those bonds of self or the loosen yourself from the parasite the steps are the way that we stop believing that it's us would that be fair enough I think it's the higher powers how we stop believing it's us, maybe through the steps. But yeah, okay. I don't think it's steps. Okay. I think the steps, uh, there's something that's permeating the program of recovery, some power, let's say, yeah? Mm -hmm. We access that power through the steps, but it's not the steps. That is that power. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I, I really believe this is a reliance on the infinite program, not, uh, uh, the education of the finite self. Yeah. Yep. I think there's a certain amount of education necessary for something to trigger when that thing triggers uh the need of uh education diminishes to me yeah sure yeah all right thanks very much and um we've got a couple more hands up and it's our mate uh walter walter has got his hand up walter you first and then helen after you walter you got a question yeah 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 good evening paul I've got hey, well. David in the picture. Yeah, well, anyway, now I've got a Buddha in the picture. Great. Uh, Paul, what I wanted to ask, and there's David again. <laughs> uh, what I wanted to ask, do you think there's a big tr- difference between NA or AA? I just took up a, a service job with NA. I know enough people from there, but basically I'm an alcoholic, you know, and people from the AA say, don't go there, etc., etc. So what do you think? I don't know. I think it's, you know, in any community, that diff- it's different, yeah? Some places NA is stronger than AA. Other places AA is stronger than NA, yeah? Now, I went to NA first, but I didn't stay there long because AA, uh, I felt NA was a little too romanticized for me. I needed like the door level of AA. Yeah. Yeah. Being a junkie had a romantic little hook for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being a, being yeah. a, a drunk your own pants doesn't have much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like a starring <laughs> role choose. I would choose a starring role of a of a uh, uh, an idyllic junkie who gets <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it was a lot more. Uh, it was better for me. Again, uh, so but yeah. I don't. Know. Yeah. It all matters. It basically matters what community you're in and stuff. So I don't know, but I think the service part uh, is essential. No matter what is, if if it's called AA or NA, the service is the more dominant thing. Or even the Salvation Army, isn't it? Hmm? 
Even the Salvation Army will do. I feel the service will, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, service, yeah, right, right, yeah, right, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, Walter. Okay, Helen, you got a final question of the evening, or the day, or the morning, over to you. Have to unmute there, Helen. Thank you. There you go. Okay, thank you, thank you, yeah. Hello, Paul. Helen. Yeah, hello. Um, I've heard you say time and time again, don't get off the operating table. And I have. And it didn't make sense to me before, but it does now. And I really feel it. And I've sort of really slid back. My question then is, do I start back at step one? If you like to, honey, yeah. If you have a new view of it all, yeah. Yeah. I don't have a new view. I know it works. And for a while, it, it, I felt a lightness I've not felt in a long, long while. And I know it was well, by hand, handing over, handing over to God, and let and in trying to tell yeah. my head, telling my head that God is taking it, and please yeah, take well, it. Yeah, and sort of like uh, if the spirit of a ritual works, keep doing the ritual. Yeah. So start again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're you're gonna have a lot to say in it, honey. That this a nature of Helen that's very clear. The head loves to suppress. Yeah. So in this, in doing the ritual, more of that Helen comes out, which is great. The ritual has value. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Again, always it's difficult to sort of say this or that because it's really based on what's before it. Yeah. Like what's before it really determines what medicine to take yeah it's not like a stock version of medicine yeah so what works for you like some people will say i really like uh attending the talks and i say well then keep attending the talks <laughs> you know what I mean? but it's, it's no... strange really is as i'm slipping out of it if it's yeah. working yeah yeah as i'm slipping away i feel I want to come back and listen, but I, there's a slight resentment. You know, why do I have to do this? Why? But but something overrides it. No, I need to, need it. I need to go back. I need to go back. Yeah, Helen, you're, uh, you know, your head is in the tiger's mouth, so it's already a done deal. So, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> that which has <clears throat> seemingly won before will not win now. So there you go. Yeah. Great. Yeah, Helen. And then I just warned the world, watch out. Helen's coming. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Helen. Yeah. Okay. The last, Thanks, the last person, the first person you need to be good to yourself is you. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. I've seen it, hon. I've seen it in my own life and lots of people. Uh, there's that old thing, supposedly, uh, someone said, uh, I think it was the guy from South Africa, people aren't afraid of the terribleness. They're really afraid of being a bright light. Yeah. That's what they're super afraid of. Yeah. So uh, 
I'm hoping that operating table not getting up is revealing that to you. Yes? Yes. So, yes, do that first step again, honey. And yeah, we're going to be here. If you need to take a break, it's fine. We're here. Hopefully, as long as uh, people show up and the health continues, we'll be here Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yes? Yeah. We can rely on that which is nice, yeah. And you can rely that we'll, we'll stay on point and just keep pounding away because there's no point of going anywhere else unless you're clear about this, in my view. So, yeah. Yeah. And we, we were uh, an important factor in the Zoom, so it's always nice to see you. Yes, Helen, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, thanks very much. Cheers, Helen, and uh, thanks very much, everyone. So, I think we'll we'll call it a day there. Paul, do you want to say your goodbyes? Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. We go through this whole thing just for this event. Yeah. I know. So. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. So we got out, Paul. Nice to see you, Paul. Hey, wait a minute. Hold on. I gotta show Paul the shirt. Hold on. Oh no. Not bad, eh? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Keep oh. Keep Maui. What a Take lovely that. shirt. Take that. All right, Paul. It's getting warm here, Paul. The t-shirts are coming. The t-shirts oh, yeah. are coming. Yeah, let me know, Paul. Let me know. The t-shirts lined up for the next three months of Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The, the knockout punch will be coming next week. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Nikki, I wanted to talk to you. Uh, can you get my information from David and give me a call? Mickey? Mickey? All right. You can unmute there, Mickey. It's all unmute. You can unmute. But I want to. I want her to call me later. I have some uh, something else personal I want to talk about. Okay. That's fine. Thanks. We got you Michael. Bet. Thank you. What? Yeah. Mike O, UK, nice to see you. Mike has disappeared. Uh, we got Rob Farr from the UK. Always great to see Rob. We got Donna. Donna, are you the one that gave us this love, lovely music? Oh, fantastic. Donna just sent beautiful music to the website. So we oh, have wow. Donna, thank you. So you'll see her music on, our, on the site hopefully soon. Not your music, the music. We got Jake. Jake is a participant. He's a fantastic artist. He sends some nice stuff. Yeah. We got uh oh and Stefan, the Natalie Never Left. We got Joy. Oh uh, Joy, that matches your appearance, Joy. Very nice. Huh. We got Roman. My main man from Germany, always a pleasure. We got Gabe, Gabe's hanging out. Always a pleasure, Gabe. Another day in sobriety, hallelujah. Yeah. Ruby Rose from Wichita, yes. Fantastic, always like to hear from the Kansas outpost. It's good. We got Owen, Owen K. yeah. He's 100% Irish, He's as he's informed me. 
Yeah, that has its advantages and disadvantages. You know what we say in, the, in America, I'm a member of the CIA, the Catholic Irish uh, alcoholic. <laughs> we got uh, Reg, Reg S, nice to see, a beautiful uh, background. Reggie in Scotland. Oh, from Scotland. I miss, I miss, I miss uh, the guy from Scotland who would say the miracle. Hey, Reg, can you say the word miracle to us? Can you put Reggie, on Reggie, on mute, Reggie. Miracle. There you go. Miracle. There's nothing like a Scottish miracle. That's nice. I like it. We got Duncan. Duncan, yes. Yeah. Verena. Oh, oh, there she is. Verena, she's here. It looks like she's in Amsterdam, but she isn't. She's in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna slap me if she ever sees me i'm gonna <laughs> we got kathy kathy i hope you take advantage of some of the people that will see you right after this and you know what would really make me happy is if i hear from you on tuesday and you're saying you've been sober for the last four days five days yeah that would be awesome mm. awesome demonstration all right thank you we've got uh tommy i never see him but i see the screen thank you tommy for sending me the art i don't know what we're doing with it it's going to be going up or if it isn't already thank you we got susan not suzanne she's the matriarch of the course of miracles for us yes <laughs> thank you paul i'm happy to be here ah you're welcome honey. We got Connor, another Dublinite. Yes. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Good listening to you. David. David is back in the saddle. Yes, he was the he was the first horse wrangler that got this all going. Yeah. We have Leah back in her prone position. Nice to see you, Leah. We got uh oh, let's see, Nicholas. I can't see him anymore. Oh, there he is. Hey, Nick, how are you? We got Walter from Amsterdam. Walter. Oh. Walter, you're looking a little brighter today. Brighter eh? as well. I always bright. That's good. He's done his hair. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Maybe he actually brushed I took it a shower. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I took a shower. Did you? I especially brush my hair for Dave. You know? Oh, no. <laughs> Once a month, Walter, that'll do. With her lovely daughter. Nice to see the gals. Yes. Hello. Nice to see them. Alex, there she is. Nice to see you, Alex. We got Carl. There he is. Carl's got a happy little demeanor. We got Tanya Cardenas. We've got, uh, let's see who else, Maggie, Eligio, Jane, Lebowski, the whole crew. Thank you, everyone. It's a pleasure to see you all. Yeah, I'm going down now. Cheers, Paul. See you soon. All right, mate. Thank, Thank you, Paul. Hey. Thank you, Thank you David. Thank you, everybody. Meeting at that. Cheers, Stefan. Thanks, Paul. We'll be having a meeting at the house.
Saturday. Say that again, Paul. What did you say? Saturday we'll be having a live meeting at 1.30 with the Zoom. So we'll be oh. people will be here in the backyard and we'll have the Zoom. For oh, wow. Hybrid. Fantastic. California, yes. All right. Okay. See ya. Cheers. See ya. See you later, everyone. <clears throat> so, um, Kathy's still here. So, um, Kathy, do you want to? Um, is there? Is there